Standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturne, we send as our best. This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Gale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike Anne and Rufus. Vice President Nixon. I think Senator Kennedy is wrong on three counts. First I of always all, have difficulty recognizing my position when they're stated by the Vice President. That ball is gone under the Yankee bullpen. Reggie Jackson. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence by the military industrial complex. I have agreed. Ignition sequence. But one day. This nation will rise up. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a grave announcement to make. Those strange beings who landed in the Jersey farmland tonight are the vanguard of an invading army from the planet Mars. This is Orson Welles to assure you that the war of the world has no power. General Eisenhower informs me 
that the forces of Germany have surrendered to the United Nations. But old soldiers never die. They just fade away. America, it speaks for itself. From the Freedom's Foundation at Valley Forge. <sighs> Happy Veterans Day, folks. Good gracious. Uh, I have been listening to that. Uh, I saved it from 40-some years ago, that public service announcement. and It, it uh, gives me chills and tears every, every time I hear it. So, yeah. Uh, thanks for the veterans and all they have, uh, have done. Uh, we think about them <clears throat> hopefully year-round, but certainly on Veterans Day and Memorial Day. So uh, that's a little something. For you folks, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. And uh, Phil had to leave us because she uh, she has to do something for uh, a funeral of a dear friend. So she, uh, she'll she be back with us soon, and we'll certainly be at the um, Campbell Road Nursery for the uh, first weekend. That's the 2nd of December, I believe, 2nd of December for the weekend gardener as uh, per usual always a lot of fun yes december 2nd and paul mckenzie will will be joining us out there so hope you can come by and see all the poinsettias then the next week we'll be at the at the farmer's market inside the market shops so right as you the main entrance there will be very near that and that's always a lot of fun easy drive for uh, the mr secretary too it certainly is. Yeah. So we, we get to see our, our good friend Judy, who does all that home cooking bakery stuff. Oh. It's Judy Monaghan. Judy Monaghan. Judy, 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 Judy. And her had a sister <laughs> named, uh, oh, who worked for me. Uh, oh, gosh. Well, anyway, she was great, too. <laughs> her, mo- her, her mother was Big Mama. Big Mama. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. And Big Mama had a lot to do with the starting of the Miss America contest. And Judy has, has continued yeah. that tradition oh, yeah. with uh, Miss America and, and Miss North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So Yes. And uh, she's a pretty lady herself. She is. So, yeah, and boy, can she cook. Good gracious. Sure Nobody could ever tell her she can't cook. Oh, man. <laughs> That's not, well, I, also, when I went out for the korean dance and festival she sent me home with uh, something she calls manhattan uh, no no it's it's the name of a store uh, the name of the pastry that she makes uh i've forgotten it's neiman marcus neiman marcus yeah that's... just it's just floated with nuts and chocolate and coconut neiman marcus bar boy he had Korean hot dogs and Neiman Marcus wow. bars, huh? And the Gord Festival in one Gord day. Gord Festival, I know. It's a lot to take in, a lot to assess, yeah. lot to reflect on. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we reflect with Marianne? Marianne, good morning. You're on WPTF. Uh, good morning. A blessed, uh, happy Veterans Day. Yes. All veterans living in. Yes, ma'am. Yes, we're very blessed to have them. Mm-hmm. Um, I Rufus has stirred up some memories. Um, he was talking about cigar boxes, uh, right? In my oh mind. yes. Okay, and um, I happen. My dad used to make um, 
Well, he was a miner, uh, and he used to make uh, fix his own boots uh, many years ago. And he had a little box. It was an El Verso uh, uh, cigar box. And he had uh, his tools inside, an oh. AWL and uh, a threader what, with wax uh, thread. Oh, and, yes. Yeah, for the mine. And he, and he used to do this all the time. He even had a shoehorn, you know. <laughs> and I, don't ask me why I kept this box. But oh, that's a meaningful thing. Oh, that's thing. wonderful. I've, oh, I've, yeah. I've seen that before. Yeah. So they, they really came, cigar boxes really came in handy for a lot of things, I'm sure. It's dirty. Yeah, very sturdy. So. Uh, bolts and nuts, and I'm, I, I, I probably have 50 at home with stuff in them. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a lot. Well, what a wonderful memory of your father. It really is. But uh, so he fought in the World War One, and he oh. was a runner. He was a runner at, in Germany, you know, uh, giving up, uh, getting the messages from one Oh, wow. That, that was a yes. dangerous job. Yes, it was. So we're just uh, pleased. But I want to go back to the, he used to smoke a cigar every Sunday. <laughs> junior, I guess they're smaller ones, I suppose. But every Sunday. So you brought back good memories for me. Well, my, my wife would hope mine would only be on a Sunday. <laughs> I'm afraid I have one or two a day. She says, you, you smoke those poison sticks, but... <laughs> I said, well, they give me pleasure, and I'm still alive. You're relegated to the outside, though. <clears throat> I'm relegated, yes. Relegated to the outside. Good thing you like cold weather. Yeah. We always knew Dad was in the house on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah. We came in. And I do have a question. Uh, the Sasanquist tree uh, bush is absolutely beautiful this year, and I heard you talking about it. When is the proper time to prune it now? You know, there. I know you can't so, prune I would prune sometime between April and uh, June, middle of June. Uh, it won't take the um, the uh, blossoms off. Or, you know, they're they're usually set by the middle of uh, of June. Oh, okay, okay, that's good to or know. A little bit okay. later. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that information. I love your show. God bless you all. Thank you, Marianne. Thank you. Same to you. Okay. Bye bye. Right, bye bye. All right, that was nice. I like it. World War One. I. I knew one soldier. Uh, uh, from Mr. Sesums in Nashville, mm. who uh, fought in World War One. Boy, that was a long. He died a long time ago, and uh, that was a. You know, there's no war that's great, but uh, that was. That was. Uh, a well, they were all labeled Mike the War to end all wars. Yeah, I know. And never, never yeah. occurred. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I did, we have. We have a uh, World War One statue that's in front of the courthouse in Nashville that's been there as long as I can. Yes, I, I saw remember. it uh, a week ago when we went, when we went down that's to right. have lunch <clears throat> with none other than Cliff, Cliff Joyner. Joyner. What what doth Cliff say Cliff today? Say, Cliff says today, <laughs> every accomplishment starts with the decision to try. Now, John F. Kennedy really said that, but you think about it. Yeah. To try. Every yeah. accomplishment starts with the decision to try. That's right. Get up out of that chair and try. Yeah. That's all. That's uh, good I mean, words might, to live by. Yeah. And by the way, our last time we were on the radio, I talked about Pastor Jeffrey Robinson, uh, who's in Panther Branch. He started at the Rosenwald School there. He's uh, wanting to work with kids to do a garden. And uh, 
We talked about that a couple of Saturdays ago, and I think some folks have contacted him. And so if you want to help the kids learn the value of working with the soil and doing other things to help mold young lives and work with the garden, contact Pastor Jeffrey Robinson at the Panther Branch Rosenwald School. Now, Rosenwald schools are a, a school that this man named Rosenwald throughout the country decided to build all over America. Mm-hmm. But to make sure that the rural kids and impoverished kids had a place to go to school. And a lot of them are historic now, and I know that my wife Linda uh, worked to save quite a few of them when she was the historic preservation officer for North Carolina. Yeah. So if you can help Pastor Jeffrey Robinson, please. That's please a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful, just like special kids, wonderful thing. Sherry is in Pittsburgh, and I was in Pittsburgh yesterday. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time in Pittsburgh over the years. It's a wonderful yes, place. Thank you, do. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I have a couple of questions. One, I saw reference to something called a Confederate rose, and part of the description sounded like it might be Rose of Sharon. No. It's a hibiscus. Uh, Mutabilis, uh, boy, they were in all their glory down east, and and they probably are here too. Uh, for Rufus has one, yeah. The no. uh, whip has one, I know. but but it is a, a type of hibiscus. It, it's not, um, uh, well, which so is a rose of Sharon. So they're very cl- closely related, but um, it is its own okay. own own. Type it comes of. on canes. Uh, mine is about ten feet tall. And it would be a huge clump. I'm going to divide it one of these days. And it's been blooming for about three weeks. And it's just incredibly beautiful. Do you have one? No. I think she wants one now. No. Uh, they're, they're hard to come by, aren't they, uh, Nelson? Yeah, harder to find. I think because they just oh, okay. bloom so late. Pick them up down I east have, easier. I do have rows of share, rows of share, yes. And some of the characteristics sounded similar to me. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, the, and you would be correct. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, same family. Okay. All right. Except this this is like huge canes and the Rose of Sharon. And are the blooms bigger? Blooms are bigger, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, much bigger. And they're all a pinkish bloom. There's mm-hmm. some whites, too. Yeah. Okay, the thing uh, that got me a little bit confused was uh, the writer. Uh, this was a question in a gardening column. Uh, the writer said that the blooms could be from almost white to pinkish, lavenderish um, huh. shades, and my rose of Sharon will do that. So yeah. what, that's mm-hmm. Most of what you see is is a nice, uh, rich pink, but there are some that are pink to white or white with a little blush. Okay. Okay, so there are similarities. So I know that the the, the uh, lavender rose of Sharon, as it fades, it looks a little bluer. Yeah, which is pretty. Blue. Yeah, so but they are cousins, but they're not yeah. the same thing. Uh huh. Okay, so then I can see how I got it. Well, you you should get yourself a Confederate rose if you can it's find great, one. Great pleasure at this time of year. Okay. Well, it does sound quite interesting, I will mm. admit. Yes, ma'am. It is a perennial type. It's a bush as opposed to a annual or a perennial plant. 
that correct? Well, uh, mine is a cane, like a great huge fishing pole cane. And after it dies down, you, you cut it to the ground and mulch it real good. So what is it considered? It's not, it's not a tree form. <clears throat> it's, a, it's like a cane. Okay. Like a h- hibiscus. Yeah. All right. I think I'm getting it now. We'll slow on the draw. No. Okay. Well, me t- me too. Gears here. Yes, ma'am. Now this this um, is a term that I haven't heard in forever. I think it was back in the 60s. My father worked for, I think it was Ag Extension. It was a temporary type thing that they went out looking for something called witch weed. I was a kid. I don't have any idea if he found any. I don't have any idea what it looks like, but I've never heard the term since. I was wondering if any of you guys had. What kind of weed did you say? Witch. Witch. Like a... Like the Halloween witch. Uh huh. Was he looking for it to kill it? Yes. It was an invasive plant, in other words. It obviously was. Now, again, I was a kid, so I didn't understand stuff like that, like I do at this ripe old age. But um, I just have never heard of it since. I didn't know if you all may have. Well, there, there is a, uh, there are witch weeds. Uh, I just I just looked it up, um, and I I guess they they are they're uh, invasive species. Uh, okay. So the the ag department uh, ag department I know has a warning out, but I just uh, just was looking at USDA. Has a bulletin oh, on okay. them. Okay, maybe I haven't done enough research. But there's also what, an African what, witch weed. What area there. did you grow up in? Piedmont, uh, Chatham County. Chatham County. Okay. Yeah. Probably found it in moist areas, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's what the USDA. I was just showing a picture here, Sherry, of what the USDA. It does look weedy. It has a bloom on it, and. Uh, uh, it it was sometimes uh, I just saw that picture. I'm not going to mention the nursery I got it from one time. Extremely invasive, has sort of a pretty bloom. Uh huh. And I spent ten years trying to get rid of that stuff. Well, there, yeah, it's it's apparently tough. There there are a lot of invasive plants. Yeah, but it has um, it has a, an attractive bloom. Rows of Sharon and Hellebores can be invasive, but they're they're a little more. They're I not, resent that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, it's would, it's all your perspective i suppose i'm a little more invasive by yeah there. right so uh, there is such a thing as witch weed that's invasive do a little more research. yeah you okay. don't want it i'll tell you that no no it sounds like something i don't want yeah but definitely. It, is, it is interesting though how we as as gardeners see things in different light than some people right yeah you know that's you're you're right about that i have plenty of weeds in my landscape because uh, i don't have a lot of uh, i have a lot of trees and shrubs and just don't have a lot of grass anymore so i don't i don't mind the weeds as long as something's green and and neat doesn't bother me like my wife she said who's to determine what what is a weed and what is not yeah 
whether you wanted yeah, it or not. I said, well, my mother-in-law <laughs> used true. to always say that a mimosa tree was a weed. It, it's mimosa. <laughs> yeah, it can be. Some people just love them. Yeah, it, it can be. It can be tough. I mean, you mm-hmm. don't want to park your car under it. The sap from the flowers will take the paint off. Right, I mean, yeah. Not only live only about 10 to 15 years to boot. That is true. Yeah, very, but they sure are pretty. I like them. But, I love them. Yeah. I saw something the other day that in some areas those are considered invasive. Is that correct? They are. Yes, they yes. Be. They can, they can spread, spread around. And just the like, Chinese take the flowers and make tinctures. Yeah. Put uh-huh. it in, uh, a, I guess you put it in water, but it in whatever take it in the winter it'll they want to take if you want to take paint off of cars that's right <laughs> that's what you use <laughs> okay very interesting yeah well guys i appreciate your time yes ma'am appreciate you calling day. sherry thank you bye-bye bye all right uh, 1027 wptf time more of the weekend gardener coming up Yes, I saw the Doobie Brothers and Eagles. I'm sorry to rub it in for for all so of you. <laughs> it didn't didn't seem. I was glad to to see both of them. Probably the last time we'll get to see. I know it's the last time we'll see the Eagles, but um, maybe the last time we see the the Doobies too, because they really yes. weren't supposed to be there. That was kind of a. It wasn't last minute, but uh, it was supposed to be Steely Dan, and I was. That'd uh, be fine to see them, but the Doobie Brothers. Wow, everybody loves the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. Everybody's got a Doobie Brothers story. At Reynolds Coliseum, they played. They played all over the place. Yeah. And um, so, nice night. I just wanted to share a little little music. And uh, at the end of the show, we've had a request, apparently. Uh, is that true, uh, Counselor? Well, a request from an old friend of mine that was up in Yadkinville named Jack Winkler. Of course, Jack, so Jack's sitting up in Yadkinville. Yeah, and you know what he wants to hear. All right. Well, we're going we're to end I, the show with, I think, with Rufus singing. I think singing. it's the Charlie Alberson's band that they like. Yeah. Because it is a phenomenal <laughs> band. It is. Uh, Senator Albertson said he was playing uh, Albertson, rather. So, you know, they called him Albertson. Yes. Back when he was in the Senate, but it's Albertson. But uh, he he uh, said he was playing rhythm guitar. He was not playing lead on this. So, <clears throat> But uh, I, I, I hope, hope he will... We'll bring out all the folks in Yakinville, gather around the radio because in just, uh, I don't know, less than 40 minutes, less than 20 minutes, we're going to, we're going to hear Rufus saying by request. All right. Well, <laughs> well I, I hope, I hope the audience didn't think that I'm putting up, putting people well, you, up to that, but you're not getting any royalties from it. You, yeah. you raised money for the burn center in Chapel Hill with this thing. Yeah. A lot of money. Yeah, we did. So I'm it's fine. It's your show too. It's Nelson's show. My show. Yeah. So 
We share well, you, and share but you, alike. You the boss. You, no, you. I'm not the boss. Yeah, Big far. Daddy's the boss. <laughs> I don't think Big Daddy's in the building right now, but he's still he's still the boss. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Barbara, she may the bo- be the boss at her house. Hey, Barbara. Hi, hi, guys uh, and uh, ladies. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I uh, yeah, Rufus has a great voice, and yeah. I love country music. But uh, I had a story about Nelsa Cox. Uh-oh. Ooh, let's hear it. <laughs> if it's not, be ready with a uh, yeah, kill button. switch. It, it has a happy ending. But uh, uh, Nelsa, did you ever have a place when you first started out on four hundred one South? Or a, a smaller garden hut? Well, yes, ma'am. The Kentons um, had that, and I bought it from them and moved to the current location. Yeah. Oh, when was that? Do you remember? Um, so I took over January 1st of 2003. Okay. And I worked for her a couple days a week um, in 2000, <laughs> 2001, 2002. Yeah. Okay, well, great. This uh, this was after you had taken over, so sometime around there. Uh, I came down and applied for a job, uh, and I didn't know much about plants at all, but uh, I wanted to learn. So uh, you gave me a job, and you said, put together some plant containers, with, uh, you know, be artistic, not plant pots. Right. And... And uh, then you said, help out the customers. And uh, so I I was more interested in learning the plants at the time, I'll be honest. And uh, uh, I had neglected the containers. And uh, you came up to me after a couple of days of work and, and, and said, you are slower than my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> well, were you, Barbara? Well, I, I guess I was. <laughs> and you fired me on the spot. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, it turned out well because uh, I uh, I had a degree in forestry from NC State, but uh, I went on to work for uh, to be a gardener for Frank Harmon, the architect yeah. in town. Oh, yeah. How about that? Yeah, and I stayed with him for 10 years. That's awesome. Well, so you learned about plants, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Awesome. <laughs> Are you still yeah. slow, Barbara? Or is it <laughs> is it just I, meticulous? You're being meticulous. I'm more mature and older now. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Barbara, did you do the, the landscaping around the Frank Harmon uh, building that he built for the architects down on the middle of town? No, I did not. I did the landscaping at his house on Brooks Avenue. Well, I'll tell you, that's an interesting building. And I'm familiar with Brooks Avenue. Yeah. Yeah, I used to live over in there. It has a wall around it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. That is really nice, Barbara. Well, the interesting thing was that uh, we, we got in a book. The people from New York City came down. And uh, did a feature in their book, the not so big house, uh, and they're probably millionaires, and and uh, I'm not, but I I did the garden, and I was so proud of that. You so should I be. Nelson, I have Nelson to 
to uh, there was a silver lining to getting. Well, that's good. Well, <laughs> you didn't want to work for her anyway. <laughs> I'm sure she was very nice about it. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite nice. Well, Barbara, I, I'm I'm glad you called. That's a really that's really an interesting story. Pretty much. So. We were a little worried at first, but uh, things turned. You're right. Things turned all, all right. Yeah, there was a silver lining. I had to call, but I'm a long time listener. Well, you're you're so sweet, Barbara. I think I hope you've learned something from this show. Yes, I have. I love it every Saturday morning. Yeah. What's your favorite plant? Do you have a favorite oh, plant? God. Oh, it's hard to ask a gardener that. He is. Um, I, uh, the first one I bought was a purple verbena, and I put it in a bathroom in a rooming house where I live. Uh-huh. And it survived, and I, I thought that was just glorious. Uh, yeah, that's not necessarily an inside, inside plant. Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, must have had a lot of humidity and liked it. Yeah. yeah, some good sunlight. It's a pretty plant, well, though. How about that? Well, after all these years, Barbara, I, when somebody asks me your favorite plant, I have, I have no hesitation. It's just simply camellia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I any, any kind of camellia. I don't know how you beat it. And Nelsa brought in some pretty specimens this we morning, did. some from uh, some flowers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I like those too, and and I'm going to attempt to uh, start up a little gardening. Uh, gardening deal on a, on a website in town called Next Door. It's just people uh, in the neighborhood. And, oh, wonderful. Yeah, and share some thoughts. So, so uh, yeah, it's just been a good progression over the years. Oh, that's wonderful. Gardening is a, is a nice hobby. I love it. I love it. Barbara, that's thank stuff. you so much for, for calling. Yeah, I'll call back. Sometime. Please do. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, uh, Paula, good morning. Yes, good morning. Yes, ma'am, how can we help you? Yes, um, we have mold, we think, or, well, yes, I think, well, we were told we had mold. Now, are you kin to John? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of my favorites. He, he said he was going to get you to call this morning. Yeah, I think, I think what you got are molds, because you're not losing any plants, are you? No, um, no, I'm not losing any plants. No. Okay, so it's and probably I, not a vole. Okay, real soft there where my tomato plants were, but my my tomato plants did well. Yeah, well, that's good. So uh, these are, are making tunnels, and you can see in your lawn uh, where there is crisscrossing and going all over the place. Is that what you're bothered by? Yeah, and it's real soft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It might might make you fall. Well, actually, they are they are looking for grubs. Okay. And because uh, they're they're meat eaters, and they're looking for those little grubs that make the Japanese beetles. Uh huh. That's what the Japanese be- and they 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 come out as Japanese beetles and go back into the ground. And Nelson was just remarking off the air um, earlier this morning that because it's been so hot, they probably aren't down very far right now so the moles are still trying to get they're, them and they're foraging for winter so yeah, they're yeah absolutely they're, they're trying, terrible at our farm but it's usually just a family of of molds and mm-hmm. the only thing they're doing is is tunneling looking for those grubs and and those grubs are not your friends the uh, the moles 
usually don't really do anything except aerate the soil in my mind but yeah, some they, people if if you have a uh, a warm season grass it really shows up more and you know you don't want to, <coughs> you don't want to step in something that might make you fall but that's well, the truth. True. now when i first started this show with irv evans people were telling us and of course irv knew this was wrong but people swore that juicy fruit gum <laughs> Yeah. would okay. work if you put it down to find a hole where they're coming up then uh they'd um, they'd chew juicy fruit gum and die but i don't i don't think that works so uh nelsa how do you advise your your clients well um i mean again she could have a combo of both um but you know they're very active now especially with the lack of rain so they're trying to get moisture um and and just you know we've been warm so soon they'll 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 kind of go away or or go to their little homes or whatever but um i would recommend i i like i personally like i must garden um it does have castor oil i'm sure there's other products that have just straight castor oil but that is a great um repellent if you will it'll deter them from the area so just spread it on the lawn area or there, wherever you see there those. are granulars or you can soak with a liquid um where it gets into the soil or the roots and that that's gonna really uh kind of offend them if you will and run them away um so that's that's certainly one one way to to deal with it um okay. <clears throat> so that that's just the organic means or way there certainly are um, you know, traps and things of that nature and, and probably things that are a little harsher, but uh, that's the method that I would take is to kind of look at the area where you have the greatest impact from them and tr and try to move them out of that. One of the ways is just, <laughs> it always reminds me of the, the Lucille Ball uh, or I Love Lucy show where they were doing the grape stomping, but go out yeah. there in the day or right before it gets dark and, and just, you know, have a good old foot stomping and get those runs down get those heels those runs kind of smushed down and uh -huh. then come out the next morning and see where those runs are now active again if it's in one particular area and then that's where you want to start targeting uh the i must garden um, mole vole repellent or castor oil um that's my suggestion yeah and you can i know in raleigh you can find it at logan's Yes, and they have their uh, holiday open house today. For yeah, to they that. sure do. I got the email. Yeah, I so they, I think uh, that their that product is in a orange bag, so it should be easy yes. to find. But yes. it's, it's I Must Garden. It's one of our sponsors. So yes. yeah, good product. And and okay. and Nelsa and Phil and and Josh over at Logan's have always swore by. Yeah, it. we we actually had a problem with um, vole, uh, moles last year. Uh, uh -huh. Over in our annual area at Pansies, and it was it was treacherous. It was dangerous for it's hard to walk. Yeah, cut, yeah. And mm. I treated that area. I was surprised because there's asphalt all the way around the whole building. But I treated that area. They were gone in a matter of a week. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I had a great. unique way of controlling them. I had a cat who loved to bring Daddy little dead molds. Oh my gosh! That's yeah, yeah. They, they, cats, cats, and some some dogs. And some dogs. A dog will dig, 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 and though yeah, and make a real mess. That's right. The cats oh, are the cat uh, just use a little more finesse. <laughs> <laughs> so that's an that's an idea. <clears throat> but but your your main problem is dealing with John, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Oh, he's like my brother. I love him. I know. I love him, too. I love you all. Yeah, we, we love you, Paula. Thank you for calling. I'm glad you did that. Oh, okay. Thank you for your advice. <laughs> yeah, good Thank luck. You. Thank you. all have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. And don't fall. Don't want anybody to fall. No. Yeah. All right, we're we're only about uh, four four minutes away from, from Rufus singing. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So if you just mark on your your watch like the uh, the guys in the war movies did, uh, ten fifty six fifty. <laughs> that is the zero hour of Rufus and Charlie Albertson and his band. So that made a lot of money for the Burn Center by request. All right, uh, let's uh, let's talk a little bit. Did did we leave out anything that you brought in this morning? Uh, you didn't talk about uh, the Japanese maple. Which the ba- Japanese maples are looking beautiful right now. They are. Um, I brought in one that was um, uh, called a full moon. It's not the Japanese maple, but um, it's serrated, really pretty, great color. Um, also, the the one that was colored up was a Tobiosho maple. Um, but just, you know, some neat abelias. I've got the golden Oakland holly and um, just some little doodads. But, um, you know, it's it's a great time to, to come to Fuquay. I think the barbecue blues is today. And, uh, you know, Garden Hut Shop looks great with lots of North Carolina local things. And, um, you know, we're, we're plentiful with, with great plants to help help enhance your, your landscape. So, um you know, we'd love to see you and, and show you what new things we're doing and new products we have. And um, just, you know, come on down. Make the tour. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, A couple of mine still have the, the beautiful red uh, blossom on there. Yeah. Uh, when are <clears> they <throat> going to do uh, hydrangeas that will work like Encore Azaleas? You mean where they flower twice a year? Yeah. It's probably almost to that point. I mean, if you think there about it. There are a lot it, of plants that are doing that. Yeah, now. I mean, you'll Good. see hydrangeas like that, that start flowering <clears throat> Excuse me, in, in May, and they're still flowering. So that's but, a pretty long season, May through yeah. Yeah. You know, November. Yeah. Before uh, Rufus December. sings, we better take Pat here. Pat's in Youngsville. She just well, popped up Well, forget the here. singing. We, we want Pat. No, Pat. <laughs> Pat, Good morning. Hey Pat. Hey. Do we have Pat? Pat from Youngsville. Good morning. Uh yes, sir. I'm asking for something that's probably too late to do or what, but when can you trim azaleas? Mine are looking really bad. Yeah, you need to do that at you know, maybe uh right after they finish blooming is the best time because they've already set their blooms and you you'd cut off a lot of the blooms. I mean, you can do it if you don't Mind getting okay. rid of the blooms, but uh, that's kind of the reason we have have azaleas in the landscape. So I would wait if there are any dead limbs, right, Nelson? You got uh, it. You're nailing it right on the head, yes, sir. Okay, just just do that. All right. Does that help? You don't have any work to do now <laughs> until after they bloom. Pat, I guess we lost a line from Youngsville. Enjoy your program. Oh, thank you so much. Thank <clears> you, Pat. <throat> Let's go uh, quickly to D, friend of Nelsa. D, uh, good morning. We got about a minute. Good morning. That's great. Yes, ma'am. You're on the air. Yes, thank you. 
Um, my name is Dee Davis, and I run a quick program for um, low-income seniors for the Holly Springs area, also some that are in Fuqua Arena. And this time of year, I collect $20 food line and Walgreens gift cards that I will deliver to the low-income senior community in Holly Springs and a few here in Fuqua Arena. And she's got drop-off points in Fuquay Garden Hut being one of them. Nice. Oh, you're talking about the, the yeah, the Adopt-a-senior. Yeah. Well, I want That's a yeah. nice thing. So we, we can uh, just we get a food line and buy a gift certificate and drop it off at the Garden Hut? Yep. Yes, sir. It's just for $20 at the food line or at the Walgreens, either one. Sound What a nice thing to do with your life there, D. Helping well, people. Thank you. Yeah. It, it was inspired by my mama. Um, so I, I give her all the credit. She's yeah. not with us anymore, but she's here with us really strong in spirit. Absolutely. She, she was a dear lady. Yeah. Nothing like sure. a mama. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to take this moment to thank Nelson so much. She has supported me in so many ways throughout the years um, with this program. And it would not still be going strong as it is if it was not for Nelson right. and the Garden Cup. Well, Excuse me, thank you so much, D. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Nelson. My sugar. All right. So, you know, uh, your car can do all kinds of things, but King's Auto Service wants you to be proactive and to maintain your car, to check those belts and hoses and fluid levels and check along with the antifreeze protection, all of that coming up. If you have a hybrid vehicle, they have certified hybrid technicians there. And the batteries can be very expensive, but they can replace those batteries for the hybrid vehicles and it much less than you would at a dealer. They can do it all at King's Auto Service since 1948. God love you, everybody. Happy Veterans Day. We'll see you next week. Go. This is Rufus Edmiston and the Charlie Alverson Band. We're going to play a little music and light up a life. You wouldn't read the letter that I wrote you. You wouldn't let me call you on the phone. There's something I'm wanting to tell you So I wrote it in the words of this song Flow. There you wait 
to be anybody's baby And gave up the truest love you'll ever know I didn't know God made honky-tonk angels I might have known you'd never make a wife You gave up the only one that ever loved you And went back to that wild side of life And went back to that wild side